looking at um, the transfiguration which is a foretaste of what we shall become I guess today we should move on and read and read other um, scriptures as many as we can before the month ends. So let's begin. Let's begin with First Corinthians chapter fifteen. First Corinthians and chapter fifteen. First Corinthians chapter fifty and um, verse fifty-one to Bible say na Yesu ni ne suafo eko be polso na osai omanim ni nim shiren se wia na tade ye se kania omuhu no ewo ewo ekwan a omuhu no sada fi se Yesu se sign ewo omaniso Elijah me and Kobe, young try yet. Not the roof, he said, as you do so champions. But you are one who know a yellow, a yellow, and me, and me, and a fat, yen and wakua, and who at the same time, or say, be ya, yen try ya, me and Kobe, the abbey. Tinaka, as you are for now, can come away, yano. But Send your moon with Jesus Christ. And to be a woman or society to be a full woman. Aye, aye, I shall so dear my aim. Say, Yea, I did Jesus Christ to a tin. Say, an anti-Jidian moon, Sony moon, 
First Corinthians 15, 15, 1. First Corinthians 15 and 51. It says, I tell you, say, listen, I'm telling you a mystery. We will not all fall asleep. But we will all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible. And we will be changed because this corruptible must be clothed with incorruptibility and this mortal must be clothed with immortality now when this corruptible is clothed with incorruptibility and this mortal is clothed with immortality then the same that is written will take place. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Then other the rest will continue. So death, where is your where is your strength? Death, where is this? Death, where is that? But very quickly, let me also read Second Corinthians and verse five. Verse 5, 1 and 5. Second Corinthians. Second. First was first Corinthians. Now we're reading second Corinthians. It says we shall be changed. And the corruptible, the corruptible will be clothed with incorruptibility. More time will be clothed with immortality. That is what the change is about. And if you remember, it says, and we shall be like him. We shall be like him. We shall be changed from one state to the other. We shall be changed from one state to the other. Now, the first state is known. And the first state is the state in which we are now. This is the state from which we shall be changed. We shall be changed from this state that we are in now to another state. That state 
is the transfiguration that we are talking about. Which is how Jesus will look like when he comes. First John says, we will see him as he is. And when we see him as he is, we shall be like him. We shall be like him. I told you last week that seeing him is important. Because it's a huge act of judgment. But it, because it's not, it's not um, it doesn't look dreadful. So you may not pay attention to it. But it is the beginning. It sets the tone for all that will follow. If you do not see him, you are in big trouble. Big one. Now this is the state in which we are. He said the corruptible will be clothed with incorruptibility. The mortal will be clothed with immortality. In other words, what we shall be is a state in which one we will not die. So you are assuming a state that you will not die anymore. You you acquire a body, a body that is not subject to death. You acquire a body that is not subject to corruption. That's what he's saying. So the corruptible will be clothed. The the mortal will be clothed with immortality. And we all know that this is the this is mortal. What we are right now is mortal. It's, I mean it is <laughs> it has the it has the ability to be corrupt. It does. But what it shall be will not have that. And I say na your best sister. Your best sister for Tibia Fufu. I feel the sad me pedia we maybe a yes selfie no say. Yes selfie sad tibia woman and yes selfie mu a cotibia fufu. Now what primitives of penny be pa ukuma no pretty. Nana o prichifa we ye yesu maye near the day. And all can say, a giddy four at your margin in a quern also. And no, no, young fair moon to baby. Young fair moon to baby. Na say, ooh, say, ooh, not just a woman, yesu abama. Say, ooh, not just a woman, yesu abama. Very strange. Very, very strange because you are still in your mortal state. You are still in your mortal state. The fact that we know does not make you mortal. You are still in your mortal state. You are still in your corrupt state. You would 
be changed from that state. Just as the one who has not died. The coming of Christ has nothing to do with your death. So I don't know. I was listening. I heard him. I don't know how many people heard him. But let me state it clear that the coming of Christ has nothing to do with your death. And if you die, Christ has not come. If you die, Christ has not come. He will come. He will come. That is why he will come and meet people who have not died. Otherwise, everybody should die before he comes. But what, whichever state you are in upon his coming, hmm? if you have to be translated, you will be translated. And we all have the same state. Glory state. Like he has. And obey Because
if you say, in my father's house are many mansions. So that's where the inspiration is coming from. In my father's house are many mansions. So the direct explanation is there are buildings. That's the direct explanation. There are buildings at different stages of completion. And people are working out to build. Contract on your wine. Hmm? <laughs> Master, because what 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 me triaka na contract on this delay, man. Hmm? Me boy, what me triaka na contract on this delay, man. We should be able to own him. Own him. Now contractor ever go slow or hurry? Now you need to hire a worker. Contractors who go slow. Ewo ko when you are born in the hospital, and the new man is a new man, 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 and the Obia <laughs> Assume 
My father's house are many mansions. And Jesus says this. He says, You have turned my father's house into a den of thieves and robbers. It is not too far away to know what the father's house is. It's not far away. And the Bible language is clear. What God calls his house is clear. I'll go and prepare a place for you. Maybe that's where the problem is. All right. Second Corinthians. Actually, why? But so this is what I to say. This is what Why? And talk. Because can go to the Some books, no, I talk. Ni ayenu wanyai, ni adro adro critters. The brave Jesus is is at the door. For we know, Second Corinthians chapter five, one. For we know that if our earthly house, a tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands. Eternal in the heavens. And in fact, we groan in this one. In which one? In this house. We groan. Longing to put on our house from heaven. So we're talking about two houses. Since when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. When we are clothed, we will not be found naked. Indeed, we who are in this tent grown, burdened as we are, because we do not want to be unclothed, but clothed so that mortality will be swallowed up by life. And the one who prepared us for this very thing is God who gave us the spirit as a down payment. That what? He gave us the spirit as a down payment assuring us assuring us that we shall not be naked. That we shall not be naked. We shall not be naked and we should not be naked. Why? Because when we put aside, when we put away our earthly house, which is our tent, our body, this body, eh? earthly house. You were dying. You were dying. Fufra, a free, yame, ayan, sadi, a diaye. Na, a wasu. Sadi, a bear, said, Yet the two wa, yen dadija. Yet the two wa, yen dadija. We will not be naked. Now, the flip side is another matter, which, which is not a subject of discussion. 
Because if you are clothed from heaven, when you put down your earthly house and you are clothed from heaven, so that you are not naked, the other side is, what about those who are not clothed? What about those who are not clothed? And in what state would they be? They will certainly be in a very naked state. They will be in a naked state. Now that naked state is another matter. But let us just concern ourselves with what really is our business. Romans chapter 8. Let me read that and then we'll put all together hopefully. Um, put all that together. Romans 8 and verse 18. And um, put all that together. Romans chapter 8, verse 18. Romans 8, 18. It says, and pay careful attention to what we're reading. It says, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. So there is a glory that will be revealed. Future. Comparing that future glory to present discomfort. For the creation eagerly waits for, eagerly waits with anticipation for God's sons to be revealed. Now are we God's children? What we, are, we shall be, not yet. So we hope for it. So creation waits eagerly with anticipation for God's sons to be revealed. That's creation. 20. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it. And we know what that is. Genesis. In the hope that the creation itself will also be set free from the bondage of corruption. From the bondage of corruption into the glorious freedom of God's children. Creation itself. So, of course, it goes beyond people. So we are talking about creation, other things. Trees, mountains. Uh, trees, mountains. And this and that and that. Wait, maybe let me just, I'll continue. With you. But creation, hmm? creation. So he's talking about people, human beings, people. And then he's talking about creation, other things. So trees, right? Uh, animals, mountains, uh, water, and, and, and whatever you have, water bodies, and on and on and on. These are all creation. Right? Anything that God has made, part of creation. It says, they also look forward to their freedom. Their freedom is in the freedom of God's children. So creation is bound. It's bound because man took a decision that had negative impact on creation. Adam. So the, the effect of sin is not suffered only by man, but everything else is suffering the effect of sin. 
to trees, to animals, to everything. And again, the state in which they are now is not a state that they wish to be in. So you are not the only person suffering. It's there. If it's not in your Bible, let me know. So we don't deviate. It's there. You are not the only person suffering. The cat is in trouble. The dog is in trouble. Trees are in trouble. Fishes are in trouble. Everything else is in trouble. It has never been the same again. Why? Because they knew the state they were in before something happened. They knew. The animals, in fact, all of creation, enjoyed pre-sin. The era before sin. And then the era of sin. And so they knew something had changed. And the state they found themselves in after sin, compare that state to the state they were in before sin, they knew that the state they, were, they are in now it's not what God intended. So, the tree looks forward in hope that something will change. So, the Bible says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, not man. It doesn't say, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of man. It said, The sin of the world. Did the world sin? Did the world take the decision to sin? Don't we know the one who sinned? Was it not Adam and Eve? Is Adam and Eve the world? Hmm? Adam, Adam and Eve were in the world. Adam and Eve, they are not the world, but they were in the world. But he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, not of man, but of the world. Why? Because. Because the one who was in charge gave it away, including himself. So Satan says to Jesus Christ, look, I'll give everything to you. If you bow, I'll give everything to you. If you bow to me, I'll do that. I suspect, I suspect. That was the same thing that happened to Lucifer. That was the same temptation that was offered Lucifer that caused him to mess up. As a, as a glorious, beautiful angel that he was, maybe he also was offered the whole world. Just as he offered it to Christ, he was also offered the whole world. And as Jesus says, no, you worship the Lord your God and him only. He could not. So he gave a bow and grabbed the well. So he said, it's given to me, of course. So I also will give to you, maybe, yes. So it is a world problem. Sin is not only man's problem. It's a world problem. Every creature is suffering one consequence or the other of sin. And every one of them is expecting a better life than what they have right now. Redemption and a better life 
It's not an ambition of man. It's an ambition of living things. And living things go beyond man. I want to say it again. Redemption and better life, comfort, peace, joy. Huh? It's an ambition of living things. Man is one of many living things. So every living thing harbors that ambition. They harbor the ambition for a better life. Every creature. Imagine that little ant that found itself in your living room and had received a giant crash. Where did that threat come from? <laughs> and why did that ant not live its life to the fullness? What is it that made you want to kill it? Where did that, that instinct or anxiety or desire come from that you want to make you... And you know, sometimes we crash it to dust. You, you, you seem not to be satisfied with the crash. That little ant under your foot and you spend minutes, you know, crashing it as if it's an elephant. And you wonder that really... <laughs> it's as if you have achieved your ambition. It's a, it's, it's a life, you know, lifetime aim. Just to find an ant and kill it. And you, you, you finish it and then you look at you look, you, you, you can find a trace of its existence. That ant has just suffered the, 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 the anomaly. The ant has just suffered the crisis that this whole world has been plunged into by one reckless decision. Otherwise, otherwise, between me and the ant is a relationship that does not kill each other. Between me and the ant exists a relationship that does not inflict harm on each other. No. But, Something has gone wrong, terribly wrong. Everybody is looking for somebody to eat up. Everybody is suspicious of everybody. The weak is at the mercy of the strong. And everybody must look out 10 times, 15, 20, 100 times before you make an attempt to, to, to come out because you are not too sure. Terrible environment. From their very home to everywhere. You and I know it's not safe anymore. We just live in it. It's not, it's not safe anymore. So all I'm trying to say is this. That the ant also harbors, because it's a living thing, it harbors that ambition that a day will come that it will walk without fear. A day will come that that ant will walk wherever it wishes to walk without fear. It harbors that. It said they look forward to it. The whole of creation. The tree harbors that. A day will come where nobody will set it ablaze. But because somebody wants to cook soup, will not set the tree ablaze. Hmm? 
Yeah. Or want to sit on a comfortable chair will not saw it down. That it will live its life to the fullness. It harbors it. But for now, <laughs> it's a hope. And before that hope finally comes to pass, many, many of them would have suffered the threats of mankind. And not only that, man will have also suffered the threat of other, <laughs> other creatures. You know? That's what it is. So it's not safe. That is what I'm reading to you. I'm just trying to put Romans in proper perspective for you. Now, why would all these things be said? Hmm? Maybe exactly what I want to say today. I may not get there, but we'll close and go next week. The, you see, Jesus says, this day you'll be with me in paradise. Is that what Jesus said? Yes, paradise. Good. Do you know that the Bible says in Genesis, and God created in Eden paradise. Paradise. Is the word that translates in English garden. They should have translated it paradise, not garden. It's a bad translation. You should have translated it paradise, not garden. The paradise that he created. Ah. And that is the first time paradise is mentioned. And then and the set the setup, just look at it. That's not what I want to talk about. But just pay attention to the setup. Jesus said, You'll be with me in paradise. Then Paul the Apostle says, I was taken to the third paradise. Third heaven. The, that word paradise happens only, eh? it occurs just a few times. In the New Testament, it's just about twice. Oh, thrice, that's all. It happens in, in, the, in the gospel. Jesus said, you'll be with me in paradise. Then it happens in, in the book of Corinthians, which Paul says, well, I was taken to the third heaven. The third time is in Revelation, you know, when it, it, the, the word is used. It's used only three times in the New Testament. Three. In the, in the Old Testament, it's also used a few times. The first one is in Genesis. Then a few other times as relates to God. Many of, many of them related to the gardens of emperors, kings, big kings. Their gardens were referred to as paradise. Where they go to walk and they have all the things that they wish to see. Everything. <laughs> Beautiful. So the, the paradise had animals, didn't it? It had trees, didn't it? It had river running through it, didn't it? And no, 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 no. So maybe, maybe, it just, maybe that's just the concept that God seeks to be given to us. But, uh, where will it be? It's uh, another matter. The, the point I'm trying to make, my friends, is this. That this is not the... Let me put it this way. This was the best place God intended for us. The best life. But it was messed up. But God has never intended us to have one boring life huh? which is made up of uh, if you like hmm? no activity we are just there you know? so sometimes people think that this whole thing about heaven, heaven, heaven is one boring life that you don't want to wish for yourself 
people think that hell will be better because you have all the crazy people there, you know. So maybe Bob Marley will be jamming, uh, with jamming Zimbabwe, you know. <laughs> Rastafara is there. Maybe Tupac is there. And these are the people who make the world turn round. <laughs> these are these are these are giants of entertainment. And so if you have these apostles of entertainment all put together in one place, you don't want to miss that place. You don't. Do you want to? You want to. All these crazy Americans are there in one place, one big jam. So you have the reggae jam. Peter Tosh culture, Bob Marley and all. They have their stage. And then you have the Tupac, they have their stage. Then maybe you have the, the notorious big they have their stage. And all the people are there. And, you know, you know they, they, they they, they, they do it with the best of quality, so good sound. And then, what do you have? You have the rest of all the lovers of entertainment, crazy people, all together. And it's jumping from morning to morning, and we are jumping, sweating, you know, everything you want to do. Because no misbehave, no, no police, nothing. You know, so if you like the the weeds, you know, you don't need to smoke it. You can hold a pan. Yeah? You can hold a pan full of the weed, set it on fire and, and bury your face in it. Straight it can enter everywhere. <laughs> no police. So people think that they'll never know hell will be the best place to go because all the excited people are there. And then heaven will be that boring place where you have all the you know the white people, the white people with their white long cassock, you know, <laughs> holiness is all over the place, and they are walking in slow, and they say, Hello, black brother, God be with you, hallelujah. <laughs> it's all this hallelujah business. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Everywhere, hallelujah, everywhere, nothing is happening. Meanwhile, the foundations of heaven are shaking with blasts from hell. Jumping. People will miss their place, I'm telling you. Some people, you look for people in heaven, they have visited. They've sneaked out. Please, it will not be like that, I beg you. It will be. It will not be. Why? Because God has never intended life to be boring. Ever, ever intended it to be boring. Now, pay attention to how it all began in Genesis and see whether it has any, any sign of boredom. Mm. Mm? So please, happy people, let's get to heaven. Huh? We, will, we will have all the, all the life the fun, the joy, the beauty, and everything that goes with it. You won't miss hell for anything. Even if, even if, even if the reggae king will be jamming there, you won't miss it. But I can assure you, he wouldn't have a voice to sing. For we know, for we know that the whole creation has been groaning together with labor pains until now. When you go home, you can read Romans again. It's a beautiful uh, chapter 8. The whole creation is groaning, groaning together with labor pains until now. And not only that, but we ourselves, 
who have the spirit as the first fruit, we also groan within ourselves. Don't we? We do. We do. Sometimes we have serious nagging questions that we wish we had answers for. Sometimes we want to know why things have turned the way they have. No answers. Sometimes you have yelled at God over matters that it, it looks as if God has just decided to go deaf on you. You are in a very bad state of discomfort. It says not only is creation groaning, we ourselves too. Who have the spirit, we groan. We have, we have very uncomfortable situations. It says we also groan within ourselves. We do. We do. Eagerly waiting for adoption. The redemption of our bodies. And I want to I want you to put your finger there. We have been redeemed, haven't we? It says, now are we children. We are children of God. Now what we shall become is what we hope for. But between now till we become what we hope for, we groan. It's not perfect. That's what he's saying. We are not in a perfect world and we don't have perfect situations. So sometimes... It doesn't make sense. Sometimes it's very disappointing. Sometimes you feel extremely let down. Sometimes it's as if all your prayers and your faith is one big waste of time. Sometimes it's as if, listen, you are not smart enough. You should try other options. Because if God was what he tried, he said he is, then, hey, why? Why must it take you all this while to listen to one request? Can't you see? But that's the state in which we are. And he says, once we are in this state, huh, we wait for the redemption of our bodies. What does that tell us? It tells us that the, the, the discomfort the discomfort hmm, is body related. Remember, he had said that creation has been subjected to, to problems. And between us, we know that the spirits that we have, God's breath, which he breathed into us, was not created. The, what, the, the, uh, what we call ourselves, as we have it now, me, me. There's a create, huh? there's a part of you that was created, there's a part that was not. Your body was created. It was. So your body is a creation. Your spirit is not. Your spirit is not. And all the groanings and all the discomfort and all the displeasure and all the disappointment and all the things are creation related. That's it. And because creation is subjected to that, the body is part of creation. It was picked from the dust. It's part of creation. 
is also subject to the same discomfort. But it will be redeemed. That's what he's saying. So what happened when we accepted Christ? When we accepted Christ, our spirit was redeemed. Nothing happened to our body. Absolutely nothing. Your blood did not change. Your skin color did not change. Nothing changed. You still have the dust as your body. And that is what Corinthians calls tent, house. That's the same thing that we read in 1 Corinthians 15, which says the mortal body will be swallowed up. It is this swallowing up that Romans calls redemption of our bodies. It is this same redemption of our bodies that John says in 1 John 3, as we read, that we wait for it. It's our hope. That is what we shall become. Now we are saved. Now are we God's children. We are God's children by our spirits. But we have a body that, is, that has nothing to do with it. So it's a brand new spirit living in an old body from Adam. The spirit has come alive and trying to give focus to this wayward body. It's called self-control. They have two different ambitions. So it is this redemption of the body that we look forward to and expect, as John puts it. As Paul puts it in Corinthians, that we shall be changed. From what? From this body. Into what? Into another body. What kind of body is that? First Corinthians 5 says it's a heavenly one. It has nothing to do with dust. That body is not prone to corruption. Why? Because it's not, it's not from here. But until that happens, until that happens, the believer must be told until that happens that this body is subject to all manner of challenges. It is the reason why we fall sick. And we fight the sickness with the faith that dwells in our spirit. The weakness is in the body. It is the body that is, that is depreciating. It is the strength in the body that is going away. Why? Because it has been subjected to that. But, a day will come a day will come when that person who is a child of God, a believer who lies on the hospital bed, maybe with a deadly cancer that doctors cannot do anything about it, when the Lord appears, hmm, that person yet to die will be moved from that state and be given another body that cancer has no power over. And will leave the cancer body behind for a life. Forever. What should that tell us? What it should tell me and you is this. You have got to apply sense to the application 
of your body. Apply sense. Because your body is not your spirit. If you use your body in a manner that is not in tune with wisdom, you will kill yourself before time. I have told you. I am filled with the spirit. I am only God's filled. No problem. No problem. But my friend, if you expose yourself to a situation that, cause, that can cause your blood to dry off, when your blood dries out, you will still be filled with the Holy Ghost. But you will be filled with the Holy Ghost in a realm that will see you again. You have wasted our time. I am a child of God. I am Holy Ghost filled. No problem. So I don't eat food. Hallelujah. You will help the economy. But very soon, if you are not a married woman or man, you have also signed yourself out of marriage because nobody is going to marry that emaciated body with all your Holy Ghost. Yeah? The bones in your face are protruding. Your eyes are all locked up in there. Nobody can look at your face. You are taking the form of somebody who has a disease I don't want to call. And you go and stand before somebody and say, Well, this is time, Holy Ghost filled. You know, hey, go away with your ace, my friend. Who sent you? This is what my father has been praying against since. <laughs> your Holy Ghost has been taken for ace. Yes. Why? Because that spiritual exercise has no impact on the body. That spiritual exercise has no impact on the body. You can't fast and grow flesh. So you take good care of your body. That is just by the side. Take good care of your body. Because it has not been redeemed yet. Take good care of it. It's a huge asset to you. If you don't, and it begins to fail you, you are out of here. <laughs> so if you eat junk, if you eat junk, and you don't want to be self-controlled and be disciplined, and you are eating 11 p.m., you are eating banku, 11 p.m., you are eating fufu, 11 p.m., somebody must be giving you serious caution. Somebody must be calling your attention to your way of life because one day you will bring a situation to the house that will cause everybody to wonder. If you came home, it doesn't matter how hungry you are, if it's 11, my friend, <laughs> uh, you say you're a believer of fasting. Abby, so why can't you see? What's your problem? <laughs> People not sleeping. What's your problem? Huh? If you have a fruit there, then take one fruit, eat it, and go sleep. If you have no fruit, my friend, drink water and sleep. 
Because you can say you are conscious seven days and cover you. are your ball. They say you are not going to be a choice. You are pension to top. You check out. You are check out. You are pension to top. Did you ever no answer? Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me. Show me. Now, you are the only one sign. Show me. You are the only one. You are the but we need to be honest. We are saying that Jesus is not here. And you know, Jesus Christ will be one that will bring you. Because Jesus Christ will be here. And so you bring you. Because what could be afraid from? Now they say, "Your mother died in a church." They say, "Your mother died in a church." By American. What does all your body do? What do you know? That's what you say. Your mother died in a church. Yes. Focus. Your friend of Akushesu. Now, as I said, we need to be able to get our money. Now, if we are not missing to another, so two months she will be able to get. If we say, so we need to grow. Now, we need to be able to say, "Feliwa, we need to do something else." We die as we beg you. And you are telling us to stand up. So we need to grow. Why? Hey, 
So let me quickly finish this and then we'll leave. God will next week. So we groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. Now in this hope, what hope? The hope of the, of, of the redemption of our bodies. Now in this hope, we were saved. So let me, if the Bible is yours, you read it. In this hope, we were saved. It means those who have this hope are saved people. It is the saved who have hope that their bodies will be redeemed. If you're not saved, you don't have this hope. Yes, you don't. 
Your body will be redeemed, you'll be given another body. The one who is not saved, your body gets rotten, that's it. That's it. So, we are saved. Huh? Now, in this hope, we were saved. We were saved. Where? Yet, hope that is seen is not hope. Because, who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with patience. And that is why patience in our Christian work makes a lot of sense. It is not just enduring, waiting, keke. No, it is waiting with hope. Yes, 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 In the same way, the Spirit also joins to help in our, in our weakness. Where is the weakness? It's in our body. Because we do not know what to pray for as we should. But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with unspoken groanings. As for the Spirit's own, it's unspoken. You can't even describe it. Unspoken groanings. Why? Because, so whose groanings is the Spirit talking? It's your groanings. The Spirit has no It's your groaning. It's, the Spirit helps our weakness. It means you, 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 you come to a point where you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You don't even know what to say. You don't know. Lost for words. If I ask you to pray, you don't know what to say. Overwhelmed by the weaknesses of your flesh. Overwhelmed. It says the spirit, the spirit utters for you. The spirit speaks for you. And what does it speak? It speaks exactly what you feel. That you can't put to words. The spirit speaks it. So the spirit finds words for what you don't find words for and utters it to God. Yes. That is why we don't give up. So even if you don't have anything to say, let your heart be focused on the Lord. For the spirit is talking. 
Spirit will intercede for you. Wapi. You can't talk again. You can't say anything. We know that all things work together for good to them that love him. We just have to end it there. Yeah. So this is the hope we have. You need us only. 
ne a chill, ne a kumu kure, a chill, say, 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 Nyoma muya dia, Nyoma muya dia, and and a mobile mumu, and a and a yaya o yenechi jesus. No mumu, mawakuma, and wadjini, and yene radis. And your house is it. So let my prayer is that God should help all of us. Because at the end of the day, say, "Minu mi ni na yetumi digidiye enante." Paoni e koso. Sometimes untiase. Sometimes na e dindindi. Sometimes I say, "I didn't cry jaytredi." Sometimes you know I say, "Christosumu no kra fasubiye ni susa." Didiye no kra fasubiye ni sumpa mo no kra niyi papa biasa niyi niyi niye niye basa because new man teni. Nyamantenne then we become a little more here because we because oh no, a dear dream, one pie mine, stay, the pitcher. Now, in Queen Dia, any and your yam, a few more. Abba, sorry, dinner, or now so. Now, yam, pump. My prayer that God will help all of us. Definitely, definitely, we shall be transfigured, my friends. Yeah. We shall be transformed, we shall be changed into a better state that we are in right now. This is this one, no, no, has too many problems, too many faults. But we shall be changed to a better state, better than we have it right now. It's our hope. And when we are changed into that state, there will be no more suffering, no more weeping, no more pain, no more trauma. Why? Because we shall be in a state where Satan is not there. He can't be found. We shall be in a state that is far above Satan. He can't even operate there. And we are in a state that is more sophisticated for him to handle. We have assumed the true Christ. And as he is, so we have become. Like him, like that. But uh, we become so.